Good morning, Mayor. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Whoa, and good afternoon for those of us who are privileged to be now in Eretz Yisrael. I can't tell you how grateful I am to be able to spend a week and two, three days in Eretz Yisrael. I am calling from Beit Shemesh, where it is quite warm, but oh, is it worth it. I can only tell you, as I tell you all the time, number one, you feel Erev Shabbos here. Not just Shabbos, you feel the Erev Shabbos. But I can only say how grateful I am to be here. The land of our history and the land of our destiny. Wherever one goes, one sees Jews from all over the world. One cannot help but feel that we are living in the times of Rashis, Smichas, Geula Seinu, at a time with despite all the problems, because all of the Hevle Leida that is going on, just to see Amcha, just to see, I was at Davin Mincha at the Kever of Rameir Balhanis, all kinds of Jews, and wherever, it's the excitement of being where the action is. It's one of those permissible jealousies, and I hope that all of us will be able to come here soon. Okay, let's get to work. This week we have the privilege of reading Parshas Shoftim. According to the Chinuch, there are 41 mitzvos in Parshas Shoftim, 14 positive and 27 restrictions. And among the mitzvos that we have is that of Melech, that there will be once again a king in Israel, and as we pointed out last week, in the third bracha of Birkas Hamazon, whoever does not include in that bracha Malchus Beistavid Mishichecha, that we yearn and pine for the kingship of Davra Melech, they have not satisfied their obligation of Birkas Hamazon. Again, what an interesting point. But what does one have to do with the other? Showing us that Birkas HaMazon is not only thank you for the food, but tying us to our history and, once again, that beautiful word, our destiny. I'd like to focus on a part of the parsha, which at first glance is somewhat challenging. That is the parsha of Edim Zomimim, false witnesses, and you'll see why I am going there in a moment. And I'd like to tie it in with the beginning of Parshas Vayera, as you'll see in a few moments. So, if you can, bring your Chumashim to the table, easy to find. Parsha Shoftim, chapter 19, Pasuk 19. 
The Torah is speaking about false witnesses, namely, two witnesses come and testify, and then two other witnesses come at a later time, and they say, perhaps your testimony is correct, maybe yes, maybe no, but you could not have been there to see that happen, whether it's financial, whether it's in a capital case, because you with us, you were with us in a different place. So the Torah says that we believe the second set of witnesses and in Pasuk 19, Vasisem Lo, we do to the first set of witnesses, Kashezoman Lasos what they wanted to do, what they were plotting to do to their, quote, fellow Jew, namely, if they were obligating him to pay money, they have to pay the money to him, and if it was a capital case, but based upon their testimony, the person would be killed by the court, then the law is that they get killed. However, if they are proven to be Adim Zomimim, false witnesses, after the person is killed, so Rashi, on the spot, says Kasha Zomam, they are killed for what they wanted to do, for Lo Kasher Asa, but not what they actually did already, and therefore, Mikan Amru, from here, Rashi cites the Gemara Imakos, Hey Omid Bey's 5b, Hargo. If they already accomplished that the person was killed, Ain Harogin, they do not get killed. Now, at first glance, this is most difficult for us to understand. If they wanted to kill him, but and he was not yet killed, they get killed, then certainly, if they had him killed, for sure, you and I would have said that they should get killed. So that's because we think like human beings. That's based upon Seichel Enushi, the intelligence of man. However, the Ramban on this verse and this is required reading for you. Not too long, very powerful Ramban. The Ramban says that the entire idea that we believe the second pair as opposed to the first, because really it's Shnayim, Shnayim, it should be two against two, and two against two. We don't, when on the normal condition, they're Makhish, they challenge one another. We don't believe two, but here he says this is clearly based upon the ruling of Hashem. And he goes on to say that Hashem is integrally involved in the judicial process. And therefore, if not for the fact that the person they testified against deserved to die, then he would not have died. Hashem would not allow an innocent person to die, nor would Hashem allow 
Shoftim Hatzadikim, the righteous judges, to spill innocent blood. As Rashi, as the Ramban cites from Tilim 37 33, Hashem lo and this is exactly what we say in the Shir Shalyom in Tilim 82. Every Tuesday morning, Mizmor Asaf Elokim Nitzav Badas Kale. The God literally is standing, is present in the courtroom. Bekerev Elokim Yishpot. God is there within the judgment. Now, what's going on here? I take you back to the beginning of Vayera, where the Torah tells us that God appears to Avraham after his circumcision. Avraham Avinu was literally sitting at the entrance of his tent. Now Rashi tells us that if God appears to Avraham, says Rashi, Bikesh la'amod. Avram wanted to stand in honor of the Shekhinah, God's presence. Amalei HaKadosh Baruch God said to Avram, shave, sit, v'ani emod, and I am going to stand. Why? V'hatos simon l'banecha, you are to be a portent, a sign to your children. She'atid, ani l'hisyat, save, God says that I will stand in the presence of the judges, and they, the judges, sit in the courtroom, but I am there, I am standing, I am present. And he quotes once again, Tilim 82, 1, God is standing literally in the courtroom. Now wait a second, where is Avraham Avinu where is Avraham judging? That from here we learn this halacha, that the judges sit, etc. Rav Salvechik, Zechet Tzadik Levracha, gave a beautiful explanation. And he said, the same Avram Avinu in Parshas Vayera, who pleads on behalf of Sodom, if there are 50, 45, 40, etc., till 10, Sadiqim, please don't destroy. That same Avram Avinu was acting as a judge in the beginning of Parshas Vayera. How so? Said the Rav, if anybody were to ask somebody in Sdom, how can you act this way? How can you be so mean, so cruel? And they would answer, well, these are the times in which we're living. What? The times in which you're living? No chesed? Just yesterday, look at Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu had a doctor's note that he was not to do chesed. Avram Avinu was old and just had his circumcision, and it was especially hot. He had every excuse in the book not to do kindness, and yet Avram Avinu does chesed. Ah, so by Avram Avinu's actions, he was judging Sodom. So what does it show? Both 
in this week's parsha of Edim Zomimim, chapter 19, Pesach 19, as well as in the beginning of Parshas Vayera, we see that unlike in America, where America prides itself that there is a separation between church and state, not so in Yahadus. In Yahadus, we pride ourselves that the Sanhedrin met literally in the Lishkas HaGazis, right outside of the Beis Hamikdash, within the Beis Hamikdash Plaza, so to speak, in order that the Hashpa'a, that the influence of the Beis Hamikdash should positively influence the judges that they should not make a mistake in their judgment. Whoa! So let's remember, everybody, how important this is. Why? You're going to say to yourself, I'm not a judge. I'm anything but a judge. And the answer is no. Each of us are judges every single day. How so? The Torah says in Parshas Kedoshim, B'tzedek Tishpot Amisecha, which means you shall judge your neighbor righteously. And the Gemara says in Shavuos, Taflamid Amid Aleph 30a, the Gemara says in Shavuos, from here we see, have you should judge everybody favorably. You are a judge. You see somebody act, and you can say to yourself, oh my goodness, how could that person do something? I thought he, she is supposed to be a good person. So I am judging them negatively, or if I have the opportunity, I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt. So we are judges. Remember, so the first thing is we are to learn that we are to judge the next one favorably. And remember, what is today? Good Chodesh. Today is Rosh Chodesh Elul. We are approaching the times of Din. Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur is around the corner, a time of judgment. And our rabbis teach us straight out, if we judge others favorably, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to judge us. So first of all, number one, we are all judges, judging all the time. And remember that we are to judge B'Tzedek. And number two, on the opening pasuk of the parsha, Shoftim v'shoftim, titin l'cha. What's the l'cha? Titain, you shall place judges and officers to implement the judgment throughout the land. What's the l'cha? So the Shalom HaKadosh teaches that the l'cha means each and every one of us is to judge ourselves. Each and every one of us is to realize that we have the obligation as well as the potential to make sure that what we are doing is correct. And therefore, at and on this very special time of Rosh Chodesh Elo, I wish to give everybody the schus that we're going to utilize this month properly in preparing for Yemei Hadin, Number one, by judging favorably of the next one. And number two, by looking honestly at ourselves and as a result of so doing, of 
judging ourselves and realizing that each and every one of us, as, as much as we have grown in the past, there's always much more for us to accomplish. And Mir Hashem, with Hashem's help, it will be Exiva Vachasima Tova for all. Shabbat Shalom and a good Chodesh for all.